Hey, welcome to In Hindsight Podcast. My name is Ryan Hines at Ryan M. Hines on Instagram. And this is my bi-weekly podcast talking entrepreneurship and physical and mental wellness. We'll deconstruct past events and focus on learnings for a positive future. Let's go. All right, so for this episode, I want to explore some themes that have kind of been on my mind, especially the last several weeks. Uh, I feel like I always have this like swirling of ideas constantly in my mind, but really trying to focus in and kind of recognize some consistent themes to really guide my mindset and how I'm moving through life. So trying to kind of you know, focus in on some of the, the, the all these different thoughts. And um, what I wanted to touch on today is is really I'm for me I'm finding it as a shift in perspective. Also, with that in mind, as I've stated in some previous episodes, acknowledging that I knew by launching this podcast, which I'm a couple months into it now, and the goal was for it to be biweekly. Um, and I knew that it would be, it was brand new for me and I knew it would be an evolution and I had to, for myself, be okay with evolving and knowing that I would learn and there would be some setbacks, things would be tough, it, you know, it would be okay, but to evolve and grow through that. Um, so I'm really looking at um, how I'm approaching it and going to try something new, kind of pivoting again here where every other episode we'll, we'll uh, have a guest or maybe a couple of guests and then every other episode in between that could just be me solo, uh, a reflection on what I'm learning. So thinking of having those episodes as guests to really be engaging in new content and bringing in outside perspectives. And then every other episode in between that, just you just got me. You got me solo. So that's what I'm going to try moving forward. And we'll see where that goes. And today, the topic is both and thinking. So honestly, I hadn't even heard of it phrased that way until my um, coach. So through my kind of grateful for my this health benefit I have through my main primary job. Um, And we check in once a month and kind of talk through things and goals. And she's like, yeah, Ryan, you know, this sounds like both and a both and mindset. So joyful and frustrated grateful and helpless, connected and isolated. So I use the word and between these words that seem totally opposite, incongruous. How can they possibly happen at the same exact time, right? Like how can I be both grateful and helpless, but at the very, like at the exact same time. And that's been something that I'm, I think I'm, recognizing um, and and challenging myself with because I think it's felt very natural for it to feel kind of lost in this disconnect of maybe I'm, I'll, I'll feel frustrated or I'll, I'll feel upset or angry, but then get on myself like, oh God, no, like you can't, why, you can't feel like that because you're, you know, you're so blessed and fortunate and grateful and you should be grateful. And I am, so I can be grateful and acknowledge that while at the same time acknowledging that at the very exact same moment it can be okay to feel confused or frustrated or sad um and so 
some of you listening, you know, maybe that's already something that you've kind of been learning or put into place. But for me, even something as I'm talking about it, in some ways can sound like kind of a simple thing. It's, you know, it's really not like I'm finding that it's a very um, big, it, it mind blown. I feel like just this mind blowing kind of revolution in this perspective shift. And so for me, some of the examples that, that come to mind that, you know, I was kind of already talking about was this um, right now feeling incredibly grateful and fortunate to have um, a, a job. And also not only is it just a job, but it's a job that I'm, I've come to a place now, you know, from previous jobs where this is one that I, I feel like I do very impactful work. I'm into it. I love it. I feel like I'm making a difference. It feels rewarding. The team that I work with, the people, there's a lot of great people. And it's been a really good um, place to be. And so I feel very grateful for that. And at the same time, there can be moments where, sure, like maybe there are challenging, um, more administrative things to do or challenging personalities to work with. But that doesn't mean that that can't coexist at the same time as I'm grateful for the job that I'm in. Um, but I think more so personally, where this concept has come to mind for me lately is knowing how many millions of Americans out there are are suffering and and having a hard time and are unemployed or struggling to put food on the table for their families or don't have access to health care. And when I think about all those all those people, I I, then I kind of go down this track of almost feeling guilty that maybe I shouldn't have everything that I had. Um, you know, I, I feel I'm I'm fortunate for my job, but what about all these all these people? And I yearn for them to do well and for them to have a job and to be well off in health and finances. But it, it sometimes leads into that guilt. Um, a guilt feeling of, am I deserving of having the job that I have, of having the resources that I have? And so when I was talking to my coach, the way to kind of grapple with that was to know that I can be feeling both of these emotions at the exact same time. And I think what, at least for me, helps come to terms with with that one, I mean, acknowledging that, oh, shit, like, okay, I can't, I can't, I'm entitled, I'm, I'm safe, I'm, I, I can have those feelings at the same time. But then also realizing what is it that I can do to, from my place, that's, it's not, right, like, it, no one could, I can't, I can't say that it's a bad place. Um, but to to think, okay, what are the resources that I have? What are the channels that I can use to have my voice be a voice of, of hope, of education, um, you know, of generosity? And, and so when I started thinking that direction, does that look like volunteering? Is that virtual volunteering to make uh, phone calls to seniors who are feeling, who are isolated during COVID 
Um, is it volunteering to tutor students who maybe need a little extra help stuck at home and not able to go in person to school? Is it donating money? Or is it like Chris and I did last summer when AIDS Life Cycle was canceled and baking 545 muffins as our, as our goal to represent the 545 miles we would have biked and then donating that into the community. So when I think about those things, it's, I don't, it doesn't come from a place of self-serving. I need to feel good. Although you find out that that does end up being a reward. Um, when you, when you give, you end up getting these, endorphins uh, i mean try it out let me know what you think if you don't then i don't know but from my experience and from those i've talked to there's this rush and this energy and this positivity that comes from giving and even in those in that same kind of line of thought of both and it's a very with both things coexisting at the same time right there's this abundance there's it's not either or which is sounds very limiting right like if i remove five dollars from here then or if i sorry if i you know let's say i, I tip here's an extra five dollars and tip that means that i lose five dollars and it's this kind of superficial thinking of that we're in the moment, maybe at that superficial level, it can almost hurt to feel like, oh, I'm giving because I'm giving five dollars This five dollars is going to that person. And that means I have less. But I'm learning even more so like that is not the case at all. Um, that five dollars, I mean, it's five dollars and just like everything. It's just a currency that we we put value into it. We give it the power, but we can choose to not let it have that type of influence and power um, over us. And, and that's kind of how I'm trying to think of it. And I feel like, you know, that $5, if I'm coming from a place where I know I can, I can give an extra $5 and that can, that can mean so much to somebody that could be you know, that could get them a couple of coffees or pay the difference to help them get the, a kid's a kid's meal to, to help, um, you know, feed their child, anything that that can do more. And I know that I can give that. And that $5 does in that simple, in this simple example, will come, will come back to me, like in some form, whether it's actually the $5, you know, in dollar bill currency, uh, or it's $5 of I'm in line at a toll booth and it just so happens that the person in front of me paid, paid, they're like, Hey, pay for this guy behind me. And they pay that $5 toll. Or if it's even just a smile from a stranger when I'm in that, in that moment where I, I needed that smile the most and that lifts my day and thinking of it as in this energy, this abundance of, of giving and not this world of training limitation is it, it's just mind blowing. Like it's again, and I feel like it's easy to talk about, easy to think about on one hand, it's something 
that maybe I've known or been aware of or heard for a while, but it's in these small examples, these last, you know, few weeks, honestly, that it's just like taking hold more um, because almost to me, it's like, believe it or not, you just, you feel like in these small examples, sometimes it can be the hardest to put that into practice and to think of it. I mean, we could talk about it all day long, blog about it, podcast about it, whatever. But when you're in these moments, um, I'm finding that that's when it really tests me and whether I'm going to act in that perspective of both and thinking, not either or thinking, of abundance, not limits, and whether that's in giving the extra $5 in tip, um, getting an extra taquito when you go into 7-Eleven and then handing it to the, the, the friend without a home who's sitting outside. And even as I was thinking of that, I wanted to thank Beyonce, who was on my AIDS Lifecycle podcast recently. And I think if you listen, we talked about that, but instead of saying homeless, you know, that there are our friends, our community members without a home. And it's all of this is just kind of this shift of mindset of how we see those around us, how we interact, how we treat those around us, and putting that in into practice. And in that example, I'd be like, you know, oh, those people, right? Those those homeless people, like they're different than me. They're they're a human, they're a person just like me. And I don't know their I don't know the history. I don't know exactly how they got into the situation that they're in. But the point is that they're also human. They're part of all this humanity. And um, if there's just simple things and this shift in mindset that we can all do a little bit more of, you know, that's going to go so far and it's going to do so much. And so that's, that's honestly, that's what's been on my mind um, the last few weeks. And I'm grateful to have this health coach uh, who's, I'm able to bounce this off with her, you know, this unbiased, we don't know anything about each other outside of our monthly phone calls. And sometimes I'm like, girl, thanks for, (laughs) thanks for listening to me. I feel like when I call, I just go on for 30 minutes about my life and my problems or whatever. And um, it's like, no, no, Ryan, like, I mean, that's, that's what I'm here for. And I check in, I say, Hey, how, like, how are you? How are your holidays? Is your family healthy? Because I feel like we've built this bond where I, you know, I want to make sure she's at least doing well. And it is part, it is, you know, part of her job and it's a service through my health insurance or benefits that uh, I'm able to have this as a resource um, and fully support it if you have resources. And and, I mean, there are resources no matter where you're at to um, have that, I think, accountability and uh, mindfulness of just um, keep kind of keeping track on and, and learning about this consistent, consistent growth and, and what's going on in your mind. And it's important to voice that. Um, so that's where I'm at. Remember that both and thinking and another, uh, maybe I'll drop this one into the, into the notes, but a really short article. If you want to take, honestly, maybe five minutes to read this came out, uh, October last year and Dr. Michelle 
book on psychology today, you know, I just Google this because of course, as I, as I hear about it from my coach and I start thinking it naturally, I, I Google it and I start overdoing how much research I put into it. But this simple article and it's titled The Power of Both and Thinking. And even in this sense, she relates it to the unity and the healing that we need, that this country needs, especially right now, um, where there's so much division and on all sides, maybe people not feeling heard or not feeling included and not part of this universal kind of community and the solution. And I just, I'm, I'm connecting with this both and thinking with this place of no limits of abundance. And I challenge you listening to think about a simple way and, and just do something simple um, where you could put it into practice. One of the, one of the examples that she mentioned was, you know, it was when she had uh, a family member who was sick and suffering. And I, I mean, it can happen anytime. And unfortunately, I think there may be, there's millions that are dealing with that now or losing loved ones. And to feel that confusion and sadness while that is happening. Um, but knowing that you need to find joy and fun and happiness, and that can happen at the same time. Like if you're invited to a fun Zoom happy hour or whatever, but you feel guilty because, oh, I can't feel fun and happiness now because it it feels, I feel guilty. Again, that feeling of guilt, like how can I have fun and, and celebratory at the time while my mom or, you know, my whoever in your family is maybe suffering from something, but you can have both at the same time. <laughs> and and you you will you will have both we are complex we are multi-dimensional beings and i think recognizing that is important so she said wholeness is about embracing not denying all of our feelings that's wholeness embracing not denying all of our feelings and i think one more example that i wanted to touch on was from last summer, so my birthday last summer. Um, and and honestly, probably I think this would apply to anybody having birthdays <laughs> between March of 2020 and now, anything during this pandemic, it can be natural to feel, how can I celebrate my birthday? Maybe you're not even a big birthday, self-birthday uh, celebration person anyway. You're like, Eh, like I'm, I'm great. I'm fine. I'm cool. But like, I don't need to celebrate myself. Like it's fine. But I think even if you feel like that at some level, it is important to show a little self-love and to acknowledge yourself and your worth and your values and your feelings. And on, honestly do that every day. But if you choose your birthday, but right now you think, mm, I feel like I can't have a party Right now, maybe you're not going to have that big in-person party. And yeah, you you know where I'm going to go with that because big big in-person parties, not follow, not stopping the spread if you're doing that, but you can still meet people safely and outside or with masks, things like that. But you may be feeling, oh, I'm not going to celebrate my birthday. I feel like I can't, I'm not worth celebrating right now. I'm not 
I can't have fun and do that while a pandemic is raging, while social and racial justice issues are real and continue to affect all of us and not just people of color, but all of us. This again, this is an all of us thing. And how, so how can I celebrate my birthday while at the same time, all of these sad and, and confusing and the number one word of the past year, unprecedented things are happening right now, you know, but you, you can and find, I encourage you to find the small ways to do it. And for my birthday last year, that was when I struggled because it was literally within the week that we watched George Floyd um, get murdered and the brutality of those police officers. And I, you know, I froze and I wanted to, I'm absorbing that. And it was, it was, how do we recognize and, and digest this particular moment and then connect it that this is a, even a larger issue, but this is something that really, thankfully, it's in a sad, it's of all of the uh, police brutality and these unfortunate events, it's a terrible thing. And it's, I hope and pray and we got to take action that this is going to shed light on, on the, on that this is something that's been going on for a long time. And people like me, my white friends, colleagues, for anybody, this is all of us. And we need to support and love each other and listen, listen to each other. All of us like to talk about ourselves a heck of a lot um, or cancel each other or blast each other on social media. So, you know, recognizing that moment and then do, do I celebrate my birthday? How can I celebrate? And I spent a lot of time not thinking about myself, but thinking about the moment, where is my place in all this and where can, what, what can I do, if anything? Um, for me, where I aligned in, in that moment was uh, because with social media, it felt like you always have to have a Facebook fundraiser, like for your birthday. It's like, oh, your birthday's coming up, pick something. And I, I didn't know what to do. And I ended up choosing the NAACP um, because that organization, I felt aligned for the Black community, similar to what HRC, Human Rights Campaign, is for LGBTQ plus people. And that, that was where we could take action on policy change and representation. And I've had a lot of learnings and, and conversations and, and growth. And I'm grateful for the people in my life that have been around and the new people that I'm having these conversations with to learn and to keep this podcast, to have it as a growth opportunity. And that hopefully my story means something to whoever's listening. And if that can be my way, again, of being grateful for, for the place and the situation I have, but in my moment and use this channel or my resources and, and what I'm the funds that, you know, I'm blessed to have and to give that back. And I'll close it out with this. I'll always remember this 
from a Time to Thrive conference where one of the speakers said, throw that rope back over. You know, remember, remember where you are, remember your past and remember who else is, is here with you. You know, don't just climb that ladder, climb up and, and be the selfish one at the top because it's lonely and boring if you're up there all by yourself. Like, help someone out and throw the rope over that you're privileged to have and lift others up with you. And recognizing both your earned privilege, your fought for privilege, maybe the privilege that you were born with, because we all don't start that we all don't start at the same starting line but let's all help each other get to that finish line together let's go across that line holding arms and um it's we're all in it together so that's what i'm gonna close with today thank you for taking a chance and listening to this podcast and being with me on the evolution of it as I explore where every other episode is essentially me just ranting on about things I'm learning. And then every other episode, let's bring in somebody or a couple other people to talk it through with some other minds because gotta have that perspective. You know, I can't, I can't do it all on my own and I love having the other ideas. So thank you so much. Um, Have an amazing day, evening, night, week. And until next time, thank you again. That is all for today. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of In Hindsight Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we talk entrepreneurship and physical and mental wellness. This is Ryan Hines at Ryan M. Hines on Instagram. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and slide into those DMs or send me a note with your thoughts. Thank you again. See you next time.